When I think back over the 30 plus years I've been a parent, I think one of the things that has changed the most is the uh, development of and influence of social media. And there are many good aspects to social media. I I don't want to beat it up, uh, it being whatever the different platforms are. But letting your time be consumed on social media can be pretty dangerous for us as adults and especially for our kids. I'm John Fuller, along with my friend and focus colleague, Dr. Danny Huerta. And Danny, um, you've been counseling a long time. You've seen the rise of social media and its influence. Talk about uh, the way it uh, especially is a problem for, for boys. What's, what's interesting to me is that they've uh, matched video games with social media, which has become a a huge issue with parents and their sons, uh, especially sons that are into video games. It creates a social networking and almost a sport out of video games. Uh, not almost. It is a sport. I know somebody arenas. whose son went to college on a video game scholarship, if you can believe it. Yeah, and what's interesting is we've seen a correlation between uh, social media coming into the general public and increase of mental health issues among children. And what we're seeing is that researchers are calling social media and video games an electronic heroin for mm-hmm. kids and that it shrinks the prefrontal cortex, which is the part that helps us regulate, have self-control, impulse control. And that has greater implications for when we're trying to make life decisions. And for teen boys, it's taking them away in some cases from social interaction and sports and physical types of activities that they could be a part of. In fact, recently in my, in my practice, there's this guy that I was working with that had grown up on video games and now is, is well into uh, past 400 pounds uh, right. and, and uh, so hours and hours, eight hours Physically of harmful games. to him. Yes, physically harmful. So just keeping that in mind that also is that what they found is that kids that spend five or more hours uh, on social media or on video games they have a, a 70% higher likelihood of su- suicidal thoughts mm. potentially happening. So it has a big implication on our teen boys, and we need to pay attention. Well, and that's why we have Jonathan McKee for you today. Uh, Jonathan is part of our Plugged In Show team, and he spoke with Jim Daly and me to discuss this whole matter of social media and boys. Let me mention that social media component in how it works in our self-image area. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, we play down gender in this culture, but gender has a role here. Boys and girls seemingly respond differently to social media and self-image. So describe those differences. How do teen girls and teen boys differ when it comes to social media impact? Yeah, no, no. I mean, there's definite difference between the genders. And, and a lot of parents here, especially parents of younger boys, you sit and say, well, my boys aren't even interested in social media. They're interested in video games, right? Well, it's interesting because most young people, when they're playing video games, have a headset on and are connecting with someone else. And that's actually kind of a social media there because you're chatting with, sadly, very often a stranger. And we've talked about that in past broadcasts. But where girls, for sure, very often it's that connecting, you know, uh, going through that Instagram. Instagram scroll and, and looking at what others are doing. But it is interesting because uh, don't discount the fact that guys really do also then, you know, when they're done playing video games and stuff, they do often go to that social media feed because social media, it's just a reality of how young people connect with each other today. It, it's its a playground. Yeah. It, it, it's a place where people get to know each other, where they try to measure up. 
Um, you know, it's, there's a pecking order on social media. And so this is where young people kind of navigate and communicate. And very often if something happens, it's portrayed on social media. If you want to embarrass somebody, take a picture of them, post it on social yeah. media. This is the playground of today. It's, and that's why we need to talk to young people about this and equip them for this journey on social media instead of just throwing them the car keys and saying, good mm-hmm. luck. How many parents do you talk to, Jonathan, that would like to have that conversation, but they haven't been able to overcome the allure of social media themselves? Yeah, you know, I think that's true. And I think it's also not knowing where to start that conversation. But for sure, I mean, when moms and dads themselves are on Instagram or Facebook and our kids aren't on Facebook, but they're on Instagram, you know, and I don't know where to navigate. What am I supposed to say? Don't do this thing that I do, you know? So yeah, it is tough. And and that's one of the reasons where I try to create tools like this book. Mm -hmm. There are things we can put in the hands of a young man and we can dialogue with them about the stuff that matters. You know, we can have these conversations about the time they're spending on screens. And I mean, and honestly, the reason I put discussion questions at the end of a chapter is so because I hope that a mom doesn't just hand this to her kid. I hope that a mom or dad says, hey, let's go to breakfast this week and talk about chapter seven. Kind of use it as a, as yeah, a study. Absolutely. Format. Uh, you do mention something else in the book that caught my attention, kind of this phrase that's in the culture. I don't hear this much at our house, but the you do you kind of phrase, which I think I get that, you know, be who you are, be yourself, empowerment, you know, concentrate on what you are and that kind of thing. I, what are you driving at there? Well, I just, I see that so much. I mean, you see, I, I think I saw a movie recently where there was a commercial at the beginning as a commercial for a Diet Coke or something like that. <laughs> and and the girl was just like, hey, you can do what you want. If you want to do this, that's fine. You do you. And there's it's the trendy thing to just kind of say, hey, you got to do what feels right at the moment. And so we kind of explore that. We explore that in the book. We, we talk about, you know, d- how's that work for you? You know, when you do what just feels right at the moment. And we talk a little bit about indulging and are there consequences and does that actually affect others? These are things that we need to navigate because again, when young people are connected to nine plus hours a day on average of entertainment media, you know, that's a lot of messages in their head kind of affirming them that, hey, just, you know, go for it, live for the moment, you know, yeah, let go, lose control. These are the messages we hear in music more than anything else. Let go, lose control. Yeah. And we need to explore And it's those. in direct contradiction to a person of faith, a Christian who wants Absolutely. to follow what Christ says to do, which is to love your neighbor, to lay your life down for others. I mean, that's t- so contrary to you do you. <laughs> and, and that's that's why I love to and I use a book like this as a perfect excuse to kind of almost just throw down that contrast and instead of preaching at the kid, say, hey, here, we hear these messages in our culture and here's what the Bible says. Huh, what do you make of this? Yeah. And kids are smart. A lot of these guys will sit there and go, "Wow, yeah, you know, that that doesn't mesh. Right. You know, and they've seen that. And so that's what I try to do. And I try to I tell true stories uh, of young people and some of these struggles and what happened in their lives. And it's good to kind of explore that and be able to think and go, hey, is that the road I really want to go down? Danny, a common phrase that Jonathan brought up that we hear so much is you do you. That's fine. Whatever, whatever works for you. <laughs> so how do we encourage our kids to be more outward focused in a time when screens and social media uh, just drive so much of our interaction these days, and it's just me. 
really begins with ourselves of how we manage our own technology. It may sound cliche, but it's totally true. It begins with how we handle our, our lives, our physicality. So do we go on hikes? Do we do workouts? Do we get outside? Uh, do we have a variety of interests that we're involved with? Or do we pass our time on there? And then the other one is, are we afraid of, of setting boundaries and limits? Are we in a hurry to be just like the other family? Are we in a hurry to just make our kids happy mm-hmm. and give them the, the, the brain candy of social media and the phone that begins to consume them? There's no hurry to get them phones and devices. And if you're going to do that, I would really highly suggest having boundaries, limits, and a balanced life and creating an opportunity for uh, having hikes together as a family or bike riding or doing things that are different than, than passing the time on either TV, streaming movies in, video games, social media. And uh, it's all about balance yeah. in our home. So figure what that looks like in your home. And, and speak to the parent who is thinking, my child is so out of balance right now. There are seasons, are there not, where a kid is going to do what a kid does, but as they grow, they make better choices? Yes, and you may have withdrawal symptoms, similar mm-hmm. to a drug addict, which is fascinating. With some of the teenagers and kids that have been used to being on devices all the time, when you remove that, what... Uh, has been seen is that first three, four, sometimes five days, there are intense emotional outbursts. A person just they can't have control of themselves. Don't give up there. You are resetting uh, what the child is is needing to 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 consume and do. The choices they get to make and the boundaries you're putting in place. Many times after that three, four, five days, you do get a happier child, a more social child. The brain just has to reset. Be patient with that. Don't be afraid of those reset moments you may need to have. And as kids mature, they'll learn more and more how to navigate all these tools coming out. Yeah, them. the goal is self-regulation, not uh, external control. So, well, if your child is spending too much time on social media or playing video games or just on screens generally, uh, get in touch with us. And uh, we've got resources for you. And also, we have caring Christian counselors here. It'd be a privilege for us to set up a free phone consultation. Uh, Our number is 800-A-FAMILY. Again, 800, the letter A, and the word family. And then go to our website and uh, get the book from Jonathan McKee. It's called The Guy's Guide to Four Battles Every Young Man Must Face. Uh, We'll send that to you for a generous donation of any amount to the ministry today. And we've got all the details in the show notes. Next time, you'll hear more from Jonathan about the importance of talking with your kids about substance abuse. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.